Hi, and welcome back to Business Breakthrough 201. It's Grant here. I trust you've enjoyed the first couple of modules that we've worked through together. And we're back now talking about your ideal candidate. You know, oftentimes when I run live events, I meet with business owners one-on-one, and they kind of pull me aside after I've done whatever it is that I need to do, after I've done my presentation, and they've always got a question. And when they ask me a question, I get to ask them a question back. And one of the questions is, so tell me about, who you sell to and and who you provide your services to. And you you probably wouldn't be surprised for the answer to come back, and maybe it's the same answer as yours, is I'll say, oh, everyone. And I say, okay, well, it can't be everyone. They're like, yeah, 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 it's everyone. I want everybody to come to my business. I want everybody to experience what I have. And yeah, 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 I want to sell to everyone. Well, you've got to look at business a little differently and understand that in modern business, we really need to have our uh, our sites set on a much more targeted audience. Now, I'm not saying that you can't accept everyone into your business. That's really cool if everybody, all of the billions of the people on the planet come into your business. But realistically, it's a very small segment of people whom you are trying to attract. So if you're a restaurant owner, you want to attract hungry people. If you're a bookstore owner, you want to attract people who love to read um, books that are on paper and not e-books. And you want to also attract a very specific kind of person. For my business, I attract a very specific kind of person. I don't, I don't want to work with certain kinds of business owners. There's only certain kinds of business owners that I want to work with. And you're one of them. So you've been attracted through a conversation that I've had very specifically. And, and there's a lot of pain out there for people who feel frustrated that they're not getting absolutely everybody. So we're going to look at business very much like a relationship. If you attract people who will come into your business and have a bad relationship, then they they may do a few things. Number one, they may give you feedback that um, shows you how to drive your prices down and make bad decisions. They may give you feedback in your business that they're not happy, and they may not be good advocates for your business. They're not your customers. They're not there for what you offer. They might be the kind of people that come into your business and want you to change everything about it. I remember a really great book I read when I was a young kid, and I've done a couple of videos on this. Uh, so if you search through my YouTube videos, you'll find it. it's called Doghouse for Sale. And there's a young dog. This is a children's storybook. A young dog who wants to sell his house. And anyway, all these people come by his house, um, his little dog house, and make suggestions and he makes changes. And in the end, he's made so many changes that it's a completely different house. And instead of selling it, he decides to keep it. But I think about this in terms of business. So many people come through your business and say, you should change this, you should do this. And when we're vulnerable as business owners, we might be tempted to make those changes. And then all of a sudden, your product offering becomes watered down. I think about hairdressing salons that I've worked with in the past when I was a sales rep for L'Oreal. There was one in particular in Devonport in Tasmania. Great little business, young girls that owned it. And they had started to build their offering really quite well. They were known for great colors, great cuts, great blowways, great service. Always smiling, always happy. Jody and Emily, I remember them well. Anyway... I went in there one day and all of a sudden, so I hadn't been there for four weeks, but all of a sudden they were selling handbags and jewelry in place of where the shampoo and conditioner used to be. So it's interesting, why did you choose to do this? And they said, oh, 
our customers told us that they um, they thought the shampoo was too expensive. So we decided not to stock shampoo and conditioner. We decided to stock handbags and jewellery instead. So we talked about the margins and the markups. We talked about the whole business model. We talked about their their goals in business. We talked about where they wanted to be in five, ten years. We talked about their culture. We talked about everything. And in the end, they, they were like, oh, no, we've made the wrong decision. And they very quickly moved the handbags out and the jewellery out and made a focus to deliver excellence with their retail. And they built that retail up and, and it was a great story. So um, what I want you to do is really focus on your ideal candidate. Now, there's a lot of reasons for this. Uh, with your marketing, and we'll be covering some marketing in, in some of the later modules, with your marketing, your message has to be very clear out to the marketplace. And you know, if, if you start your videos, if you start your marketing message with hello everyone or hi guys or hey there world, you're not going to have your listening audience feel like they're being spoken to directly. And what that means is that people who you want to tune in will tune out because they don't think it's for them. But here's the other side. If you say, hi, you're a XYZ, you're a, you're a young 25-year-old mum with one child who likes to go walking on a Tuesday morning, you're going to attract that listening audience because that's who you want to attract and also a whole bunch of people around that because they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do Tuesdays, but I like Wednesdays. And yeah, it's kind of like me. And or, and then you're also going to find that there are people who just want to listen into the story. But if you're a very broad marketer, and you're going out to everybody and your offer is very, very broad, you find that you're missing that key personal component. And if you look at what all of the bigger companies in the world or the most successful businesses have done, you'll realize that um, those companies have gone out specifically to one marketplace. So let's look at Apple, for example, very specifically to one key marketplace. And it was... Um, that key offering that allowed the, the feeling of FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, that everybody else had to attach themselves to the brand because nobody wanted to not have what the cool people had. So they went out to a very chic designer, cool market. Think about Apple iPhone. It's not the best phone in the world, but it looks the best. And it's uh, visually stunning. And Steve Jobs knew this, and he was going after that discerning market that really cared uh, about how things looked and how things were styled. And then a lot of other people who didn't care about that started to care about it because they didn't want to miss out on that either. People didn't want to be judged. So in this mark, in, in this module, what I want to focus on is really identifying who your client is. So over the page, you'll see that there is a blank sheet there for you to work on. And it's uh, who, where, what, when, how, and why. So it's six friends have I. This is a, an old marketing style that, that I've been using for, for years and years. And it was taught by um, a, a very good friend of mine who is a world-class marketer. And what this does is it helps you to identify exactly who you're speaking to. And in a lot of ways, it'll help you with, with other things as well, like attracting the right kind of staff and so on. So you can use this template down the track, not just to attract the right kind of client. But what this will do is it'll give you a really, really clear idea on who your ideal client is. Now, as my friend, he's passed away now, but Max Walker was a great friend of mine. And he always taught me whenever we caught up and um, talked about how to put your message out to the marketplace, he'd say, Grant, you have to learn to speak to the one, speak to that one person. And I really believe that in your marketing and what you'll be doing moving forward, 
Once you get clear on speaking to that one person, you understand their pain, their frustration, what they want, what they desire, then it'll make it a whole lot easier for you to put your message out to the marketplace. But for now, I want you to get on and do this. So let's go through what the who, where, what, when, how, and why all mean. I'll give you a few examples. So what about the who? Now, as you get more specific, and and certainly in our 301 programs, we get even more specific. There's some really, really deep levels to do this. But just for now in 201, I want you to get, you know, this is just a broad overview so you can start to get an understanding. Who is your ideal client? So who are they and what's your solution to the problem? So here's an example. I help football players kick more goals. I supply the world's greatest toasted sandwiches to the working area of postcode 3199. I help 20 to 25 year old young women who want to learn to run 10 kilometers in less than one hour and are time poor. So who are they? Tell me who they are and tell me your solution to their problem. Cool? Right. What about the where? Where are they? So I mentioned before in 3199 postcode, which is, well, that's my old postcode. I'm in the 7017 postcode right now, but I love the 3199 postcode. But where are your clients? Now, they can't be everyone everywhere. That's called a universal quantifier. And let's just face it, you, no one has the marketing budget right now for the everyone everywhere campaign because it's just too hard. So where are they specifically? And you need to know this because in, in your business, to go out to market on Facebook, to go out to market with your emails, and if you're a door-to-door kind of person, or if you've got a fixed address where you are, you need to know the specific area you're targeting to. Because there's no point if you're gonna put some money behind your marketing. There's absolutely no point doing a YouTube video, putting it out there and not putting the right social tags in. If you don't know what social tags are, they're the kind of pointers and markers that lead people towards your content. By the way, content is marketing in 2017 and beyond. And at the time of this recording, content is marketing. So you wanna make sure you understand exactly where your clients are. Because you know what, if somebody hears a message and they're like, ah, everyone everywhere, you gotta come to them, they won't feel the need, they won't feel the urgency to come to this. In fact, I just ran a webinar last week talking about scarcity and rarity and urgency and things like that. And this is very much a part of that. So. If, you can, if your clients hear and understand that it is for them in their area, then you'll get a much higher uh, response rate when people start to come into marketing. Cool, great. So what about the, uh, the what? Here's an example. We enjoy sharing the largest collections of Smurf memorabilia in the nation. It's good for you because. So what do you do and how does it benefit them? What is it you've got and how is it good for them? You might have a list of six different things. You might have a list of 10 different things. What do you have that relates to them specifically and how does it benefit them? What is the solution to their problem? Where is the solution to their problem? Who are they that has a problem and what is what is the solution? But for this one, what is the solution to their problem? Talk about what you have, because you can't speak out of what you don't have. Talk about what you have and how that item, that service, that thing you do, how is that thing a benefit to them? Cool? Let's look at the when. This is a really simple one. When do you do what you do? You might be open seven days. You might only do it on a Monday. It might be a Wednesday night from seven to nine. When specifically are you available? It's really, really important that people know when they can connect to you. 
Also, when do they have the problems? This is important to know. When do they have the problems? It might be first thing in the morning. It might be middle of the day or it might be the afternoon. It might be just on a Saturday, just on a Sunday. It might be just when they're doing a specific activity or a sport or if you're a, you might sell hockey sticks for all I know. But if you're selling something specifically, let's talk about when they will need it. When will they need it? Cool? Write that down and then what's your solution to that? Now, let's talk about the how. How do they get to you? Do they catch the number seven tram? Do they head left at Collins Street and walk 300 meters? Do they go to your website? Do they go to your Facebook page? What's the door? What's the window? What's the opening? And how can they get to you from where they are right now? So think about where they'll be when they're listening and how they can get to you, where they'll be when they're watching and how they can get to you, and what do they need to do next? Think like a tour guide bringing people into your business. What are the mechanics next for them to come in? Cool. The last thing is, and it's something we've covered already, so you can be well-versed in this now, why do they need you? Why you? Why now? Why this? Three big questions. Why you? Why you above everyone else that offers what you do? Why you? And if you're not clear on this, if it's a cloud in your mind, it'll be a fog in theirs. Why are you the best, the first, the only person that can do this? And why now? Of all the times, why is now the best time for them to do this? Why now? Got to be clear on this. And why this thing? Why this burger? Why this sausage roll? Why this photograph? Why this whiteboard? Why this candle? Whatever it is that you have, and I'm imagining, because I work with so many different industries in so many different ways, it's kind of like for you right now, insert product here. When we get to 401, way down the track, no, maybe it's not way down the track for you, I don't know. But in 401, we work with your products very specifically, one-on-one. And we do this together in 401. In 301, we go heaps, 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 heaps deeper. There's a lot more tools for you to do this. But for now, I need you to fill those parts out. And by the way, if you've got questions on it, just go ahead and jump into the Facebook group, ask me the questions, jump online, send me a text, throw up some smoke signals, and we can be working together with some quick questions on it. Now, just turn the page over. I want you to have a look at this next section. You can pause this or go back to it if you like. If you're just doing a little overview now, then you're going to go back and go into it a bit deeper. That's probably a good way to do it. Um, and I encourage you to listen through, you know, a couple of times, two or three times. I know I do talk kind of quick. Um, so sometimes it does take a, a bit of a listen. But there's a whole heap of circles here with an F and a T and an LI and a picture of a, that's a, that's an Instagram logo. There's a whole heap of different things here. And, and what this is, it's go to where they're at. So, after you've identified the client's market and you've had a look at the where, where are they? Now, where are they watching? What are they listening to? And let me tell you, somebody asked me the other day, um, hey Grant, should I do radio ads? My answer to that is N-O, no. Not unless you can tell me that your clients, every single prospect, every single person that you want to attract into your business is tuned into Triple M between 1001 and 10.02 when your ad will be running. And (laughs) I don't think many people can do that. See, there's such a variety these days of channels that people can tune into. Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. I saw LinkedIn earlier today, and on LinkedIn, there was a dude advertising a Facebook channel. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? 
we have Netflix, YouTube, Apple movies. I don't, you know what? I don't know. Remember, I don't remember the last time I watched television. So TV ads are out. If anyone wants to attract me into the business, I've got a car with a CD stacker and you know, um, iPod connectivity, and I I don't even listen to the radio. You know, my son was on radio as a DJ uh, a little while back, and we had to find a radio in the house that worked to tune in to him. We don't even listen to the radio. And the newspaper, I haven't read a newspaper in, I don't know, maybe 15 years. So where are you advertising? Where are your customers? Where are your clients? Because if you get sucked into spending four grand, six grand, 10 grand somewhere with somebody who's just good at selling you marketing and just good at selling you advertising, it's not going to work. So let's have a look at these different, uh, we're going to go more in depth, by the way, in one of the later modules. We're going to talk even more about uh, all of the different platforms. It's actually in the last module, in the community module. We're going through everything and how to use it, what it's for, but just a little overview. Facebook. Facebook is, think of it like a bus advertisement, advertisement. Um, you, you see your bus ads around? Okay, so that's Facebook. So you're going to be putting content like you would on the back of a bus, okay? Because they move kind of slow and they move past um, they move past people in a certain way, kind of slow so they can see it. But think bus ad when you're thinking Facebook post. Think content delivered directly to the person that you've been thinking about. And it's really helpful as well, uh, if you listen here at the 17 and a half, nearly 18 minute mark in this module, um, make this person into a character and speak to the character. So think about if you've made your character Jimmy or Johnny or Mary, think about what Jimmy or Johnny or Mary will see as the bus goes past and how they'll respond, okay? So that's how your message should go out. Now, Twitter is, so that's the T, so just follow with me, make some notes here. Facebook's like a bus ad. Twitter's like a very fast train. It goes past, boom, really quick. So Facebook, you need to be doing like four or five things a day. Twitter, if you choose to use Twitter, you should be banging out something every hour. All right, it's got to go, boom, boom, boom. It goes fast, really fast. It goes past really quick. But on Twitter, you can do live video, and that's what I want to suggest you do. Do live video on Twitter, which is run through the Periscope platform, and we can talk more about that in community later. Think about LinkedIn. That's the LI icon. LinkedIn's like a home office, alrighty? LinkedIn's where you park your profile, what you do, who you are, how you help, all that sort of stuff. It's good for it's business to business. That's LinkedIn. Twitter, think of Twitter. Um, Twitter. Instagram, which is on the far top right-hand side there. Instagram, think of that as office windows. If people are window shopping your business, they need to do so through Instagram. Now, Instagram goes through kind of quick. It's like um, it's like just a regular train, all right? Not like a very fast train, just like a regular train. It moves forward kind of quick, but unless you're catching someone's eye, they're not going to see it. So with Twitter, you can, uh, there I said it again, I apologize. With Instagram, beg your pardon. With Instagram, what I want you to do is Look at how you can use videos. There's a really great tool called Boomerang. Um, just write that down, Boomerang for Instagram. Uh, you can use layouts for Instagram, but, but here's the point. Show that ideal prospect what's inside your business, all right? And practice a whole heap of different ways, but be a storyteller. Um, let's have a look at, um, at Snapchat here. So that's the S, Snapchat. I should have probably put a picture of a ghost there, but Snapchat. Um, Snapchat is... Um, 
communication tool where you can broadcast fun, right? broadcast fun stuff. It's really, really quick and it's kind of personal and it's like a little messaging tool with images. And like I say, it's kind of fun, it's kind of fast, and it's really, really great for a younger audience if you're wanting to attract a younger audience. So if, you're, if your audience is like teenage school kids through to about 20, 21, maybe 25, that's what you want to use. Email. Look, very few people are responsive to email these days. Um, people's email inboxes are chock-a-block. So think about email as like a really slow. Think about email as what fax machines used to be or what the post used to be. In fact, let me tell you something. Uh, this next one here, the at symbol here, this is go to where they're at. Their street address, snail mail. Snail mail is the new email. So if you, it's, it's almost flipped. So email used to be like, oh, wow, it's email. We don't have to get letters and Wow, our, our post boxes are so full and no one reads it. It's the opposite now. So people are responding way better to snail mail than they are to email because people's inboxes electronically are chockers and getting cut through is really tough. Think about um, YouTube. That's your training center for your business. That's where you get to show, tell, teach, educate. The actual address, their doors Again, it's slightly different. We talk about in community, we're going to be talking about joint ventures. So um, for now, just think about who you can partner with, who has your ideal client already in their business and who can you talk to. Uh, the dot, 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 that's Messenger. Facebook Messenger is a killer way uh, to, to do business. We'll be talking in 301. I'll be educating you guys about apps, uh, the, the bots, how you can use uh, robot messaging and AI or uh, artificial intelligence to, to have conversations with your marketplace. SMS marketing. Guys, if your avatar is alive and has a heartbeat, then chances are they'll have a mobile phone. Do you know every man, woman in Australia, um, every man, woman and child in Australia over the age of 12 has got 1.6 mobile phones. That is the stats. So if you... Uh, are not set up to market to mobile phone, then you are missing a massive chunk of your audience. So that is ideal candidate. What did you find useful? What did you like? And what will you use? There's a checklist at the back. I want you to go through it. Make sure that you're clear on your avatar, where they hang out, how to get to them easily, how you can solve their problems. Um, go through that entire list. And remember, the most important thing is that it's about them and not you. So I trust you found this module useful. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me what you've liked, what you've loved, what you've learned, and what you'll use. Most importantly, implementation is key. Uh, remember, 301 is available for you right now. So if you would like access to 301, just SMS 301 to my mobile phone number, or uh, if you don't have that, it's 0414-236-872. You can SMS that to me now. Or you can uh, jump on the Facebook group or go to wherever you found me and contact me, throw up smoke signals, do whatever you need to do. Do a burnout outside my house. Just get my attention and, uh, and I'll be with you really, really shortly. This is um, 201. I hope you've enjoyed the business breakthrough so far. A few more modules to go and I'm really looking forward to hearing this to the success you're having in your business as a result of doing this program. All the best. See you inside the next module.